Your problem's a spiritual matter. Maybe. But irregardless, I should have had immunity to all of this shit. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I'm back again for another week. This is like a weekly thing, and I'm really starting to dig it. Uh, it's taxing me out a little bit, but it's a fun kind of tax. And... Um, if you guys are listening, thank you so much. Uh, we have got a, a wonderful show uh, for you guys laid out, and uh, just me doing my thing. And uh, if you're back again, if you got some new listeners, gl- glad to hear you, glad to have you. If we have some old listeners, uh, and it's uh, it's fantastic to have new and old listeners. And if you're listening through my website and you do want a live chat, all you have to do is click the little. Um, the speaker box, the little uh, the thing, that the, the thing with the thing with the speakers. You click that little speaker box, and it sends you to a website known as Mixler, uh, M-I-X-L-R dot com, and you can chat live. And believe me, you're going to want to chat live. Uh, you can comment. You can... Um, you can chat with our uh, guests, uh, and you can, of course, play the games, because we'll be playing some games. We always play the games. We love the games, and our listeners love the calling, love the <laughs> love the games. So, and that's who we're listening to. And if you actually are too lazy to email or type or anything like that, you can actually call the hotline at 978-219-9294 and leave a question or comment. Or you can email you if you uh, email me. Not email you. If you email you, that's kind of boring. Uh, you're going to email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. And that is, in fact, the program you're listening to. It is Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. This is your non standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And because today is a Wednesday, you are listening. And I actually had something very. Um, uh, this is the happening now. This is the monologue part of the show for the new listeners uh, who are actually uh, tuning in. This is the monologue. This is the happening now segment. And speaking of happening now, this happened today. Um, today, I went and had a colonoscopy. Uh, oh, yay. Thanks. It's wonderful. Um, today was not bad. I, I've actually had uh, one in the past. I had one about 10 years ago, and the doctor went, 10 years. What are you waiting so long for? I go, it's 10 years, dude. What's wrong? He goes, apparently, you're supposed to get them done every two to four years. And I'm like, who? this is insane. I don't want that happening every two to four years. I mean, we put a new president in every four years, and I can deal with that 
once every four years, but not have my colon uh, monitored for security or something. I don't know. But it was uh, it was the second time now. I noticed a lot of changes. When I did it 10 years ago, um, the chemical that make you drink was far different. Um, and I asked about that, and they said, no, we they, uh, they're not doing that anymore. They've disbanded that. And I was like, why? And they said, well, because it had adverse... <laughs> adverse effects on the kidneys and i'm like that's great because it would make you dehydrate because the stuff i drank i would drink it and i'm like wow this doesn't oh my god i went right to the bathroom and i went oh and went right to the bathroom um but this stuff wasn't bad it's about a liter liter and a half something like that you got to drink it and it tastes like sprite essentially but it's like drinking a gallon of sprite at the same time and it's so not fun um, but today it went well. I got went in there, and the guy's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Don't get familiar." And my doctor's name was um, Einhorn, um, which I expected. So you're coming in to get the closest class, and he's like, big, you know, with a German helmet and all that. And I'm like, "Uh," uh but he was very cool. Everybody was nice, and I got it done at Beverly Hospital, and it was uh, it was nice. My lovely wife. Uh, Got up at uh, six thirty in the morning and drove me to the cold, into the cold, dropped me off, and then went and did whatever she does. And then she comes back later, and then we went to breakfast, which essentially was my uh, one meal of forever. Um, but because I got my colon cleanse, I actually think it's a good idea to do. And I found this lovely little soundbite, and I hope that you guys enjoy this. I think I do remember hearing something on TV about colon cleansing. They say everyone should have one. I'm thinking about getting me an appointment and go down and getting my colon cleansed thoroughly. You want your colon clean? Fine, I'm going to clean mine. Yeah, now my colon is clean. I'm talking squeaky clean. What happened, Neil? You must start breaking gas. Don't break gas and destroy our meal. Don't tell me to stop. You want to brought up colon cleanser and all that mess. I did not say anything about breaking gas. I said that I was going to get my colon clean. You can talk about putting the tube in somebody's ass, but I can't break wind. I didn't say nothing about putting the holes up nobody's ass. Well, what do you think of colon again? You think you run the asshole by the car wash? See, you choking the baby. I'll do what I want to do at this table. Case in point. Who that called my name? Yeah, I called you if your name is. <laughs> You've been proud of me. I talk this between the crack of your ass. Yeah, you know I can go all night. I hope you fought to your asshole falls out. <laughs> oh, my baby, too. See what you made me do? God damn it, I messed up my pants. Damn, Dad. You got to clean them yourself, you rotten. <laughs> That that was a, that's an excerpt from my house over the past couple of days. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's my opening monologue. Not a lot to say. I'm in good spirits. Um, I feel lighter. Let's just put it that way. And since I'm lighter, uh, I want to have some fun tonight. And my two wonderful guests are going to let us have some fun. The games we're going to be playing tonight is uh, a game that we're going to bring back called Who Said That? Where I uh, I play a movie sound and you have to guess who in fact said that. Um, yes, and Kim Santo is already playing. Yes, The Nutty Professor. And Karen said it was Eddie Murphy, and she almost got it. What movie? It's The Nutty Professor, the original one. Second one was Meet the Clumps. Um, and that's how listeners play. That's how the games are played. That's all we do here is play some games. And the second game we're going to be playing is If You Can't Say Something Nice, which we played for the first time last week, and it was really fun with our uh, previous guest. And with me, um, I'm going to tease the guest out. I have a – you might have noticed the name of the show – and the name of the show is Hey Steve's 
how's your colon? Um, the colon part we already went over, but the Steve part we're about to go over. Uh, with my with uh, with me via Skype, uh, after we come back from the break, you're going to get to meet my wonderful guests Steve Halligan and Steve Scarfo. And I've you know it's like not Daryl and Daryl, they're funnier than Daryl Daryl. Uh, but with that, we're going to take our first break. And ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host Mark Scalia. His aloofness has been described as apathetic. He doesn't lean left or right. His Facebook status is whatever. He once had a three-hour conversation with a woman and only said three words in the last minute. He is the most uninterested man in the world. I don't often drink beer. I don't really care what I drink. Stay thirsty, my friends. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, because obviously there's nothing else to do on the internet than this. I guess in and of itself is an accomplishment. So congratulations. You've finally done something with your lives. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, just when you thought we didn't have enough Steves, I added one more. That was Steve Kalishman, uh, who is a Salem resident who was on the show a few weeks back or a few months back, actually. And joining me on the phone via Skype are Steve Halligan and Steve Scarfo. Sirs, Steves, introduce yourself to our wonderful listening audience of 15 people. There we go. <laughs> Hey, Mark, this is Steve Halligan, a local Boston comedian, lifelong Massachusetts residents. Happy to be here. Thanks you, Steve. And Mr. Scarfo, yourself. Uh, yeah, hello, uh, Steve Scarfo. I'm, I'm psyched to be here. I, um, I love the, uh, the well, I was going to call it the clumps. I guess it wasn't the clumps. It, it, it was it, the Nutty Professor. Yeah, but it was his family, the clumps. But um, the clumps was the sequel. Meet the clumps. Yeah, you know. Gotta love Eddie Murphy and drag. Uh, I, I think that's the, the lesson to take away from that particular <laughs> clip. I'm not entirely sure if that's what you were going for. No, I was going for the I, a colon <laughs> cleanse was what I was going for in that. So, <laughs> but as we always do, we start in alphabetical order. So now that you've had a chance to say hi to our listening audience, uh, Steve uh, Halligan, Mr. Halligan, please yes. uh, tell us, uh, the listening audience, all about yourself as well as I put you guys up on my uh, on my big board with your websites and stuff like that. I hear some, I hear some background. Are you traveling, sir? I am. I'm always. I'm a jet setter. <laughs> I am always out and about. Um, and uh, right now, I'm in front of Laugh Boston, uh, Boston's newest comedy club. Uh, it's a beautiful facility. If uh, your fans get a chance to get out there, it's uh, one of the newest clubs in Boston. It's a great place, and uh, I am outside of it, so the, that's why you hear the noise. Are you, are you not allowed to work in it? Or? <laughs> I'm basically banned from the building. I've got a 50 foot uh, radius that I can be within, uh, so you know the security guards know me by name. Um, 
So that you know, I'm I'm just stalking them right now. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. And that's pretty much how I get my gigs. I just stalk bookers until you know they are had enough of me and put me on the stage. That way, they don't have to talk to me directly. Wow. See, it's see how long you've been doing it, Halligan. Uh, I'm actually coming up on, uh, I think I just entered my fourth year. Yeah, see, that's the thing. See, when I started, um, they, they were all pretty tough, and I think we've worn them down. So that's why <laughs> that's why you can just go, here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am, and then they give you work. For us, for the, for the older comics in the room... Uh, it was it was much more about you know going hey please can I can I work there and then you had to you know you had to buy them things and right date their daughters yeah. or stuff like that and see I'm clean and sober so I can't really give anybody cocaine yeah because uh, it would just go against you know my principles of my sobriety that, well that's good because no nobody does cocaine anymore. It's, I know it's it's a it's a terrible drug. It's, um, it really only amplifies how much you hate yourself to begin with. Does it? Yeah, come on, does it? Of course you know it. Does. I don't know. I've never tried it. Never, never. Wow. No, that I have a very high metabolism. Uh, the The only thing I've ever tried was well, of course, pot, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> and and then I did half a hit of speed, and everything was so fast. I thought I was gonna die, and I was like, "That's it. I can't do it. No, I don't want to." And it was half a hit, and uh, that's it. I'm no. I'm telling you, I've been, I've been, I've been a nice boy most of my life. Yeah, I was never into the speedy drugs. I mean, I tried them, but I just, you know, it wasn't until I found the stuff that got me real, real mellow. You know, that's the stuff I loved. Yeah, and, and he, <laughs> we're not even talking comedy anymore. It's just great. It's just saying, wait, and right Well, away. that's how I got started in comedy is I, I, I got clean about um, almost 10 years ago. Congratulations. And then, um, you know, I would go and I would tell my story and people would laugh. And I didn't. I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just telling them what my experiences were and, and how I portrayed them and how I related them to like my now everyday life. And, and people got a laugh out of that. And I figured, you know what? I need to do something beyond. I need to get back into something I'm really passionate about. And I'd never tried comedy, but I had always been a musician. So I was no stranger to performance. Um, but the thing about being, being a musician is, you know, you write a riff and then you got to give it to three or four other people in your band and it doesn't become yours anymore. It becomes everyone's. Uh, and I wasn't willing to do that because I'm very selfish. Good. Good. So I figured comedy, <laughs> I don't have to adapt my material to anybody except the audience if I want to. Um, you know, it's not like I have, I don't workshop things with other comics right. because then it's just not mine anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much how I started. I, I saw um, I saw Dick Doherty do a con uh, a twelve step convention program, or, or rather, comedy show at a convention, and I was like, "This is it. This is what I got to do." And uh, that's how I started. Yeah, Dick's uh, Dick's been in the uh, Dick's been in the program for a long time, and uh, I mean, he talks about when he wasn't, which was <laughs> which is great. Um, but he's he's yeah, he's been well clean and sober. At the very least, since I've known him, which is 23, 24 years. So, yeah, that sounds probably, about right. And, yeah. and he's the guy that got me started. And through this process, he and I become very good friends. And, um, you know, that's the beauty is when I started doing this, I met a ton of other sober people. Um, and I really didn't anticipate that. Yeah. That sort of came as a surprise to me. Um, 
So, you know, I found a lot of support where I really didn't think I was going to have any. Yeah. So it's been, it's been one hell of a ride. And, and, you know, every, a couple of times every year I do a sober show, um, where I feature comics that are all clean and sober. Um, not everyone's in recovery, which is a difference. You know, there is a difference. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's so few of us that really get our shit together. So, uh, I, I try to get the, the the couple that are you know out there doing it, and uh, we have a real good time. Nice. So yeah, and again, because you've you've only been doing stand up for you know a, a relatively short time. Um, again, going back, you know, for me, twenty years, everything was drinking and boozing and and whoring and well. <laughs> Whoring, ah, oh, the whoring. I miss the whoring. Everybody misses the whoring. Um, whoring is the only drug I haven't done. Really? Oh, yeah. you got to try the whoring. I don't know. I think I missed that boat. <laughs> you know, at this point, it would be like you know, like uh, a midlife crisis kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, it's just it, it would never just happen in my life. I would never happen upon a prostitute and be like, you know what? Let's just do it. It's just I would never be in that situation, so I'd have to seek it. Yes. And since I'd be seeking it, it would be incredibly dangerous and life-destroying. Plus, you know, I got a beautiful girlfriend, and there's no need to do that. But, you know, <laughs> screwing up your life is very attractive, and drugs aren't the only way to do that. There's a million ways you can screw your life up, but every single one of those excites me greatly. I just don't do it. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great. And speaking of screwing screwing up your life on purpose, Steve Scarpo, tell me about yourself. <laughs> I tease Fantastic. you. I tease you. Now, before I before I get to uh, Steve Scarpo, uh, Steve Halligan, um, yep. you and I worked together for the first time last weekend at the Kowloon. Um, we did. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, it was Paul D'Angelo, uh, myself, and you, and uh, we had a great time. So I hope to work with you in the future, and I'm glad that you could join me on the show. Let me just say something about that show. I had 102 fever six oh. hours before the show started. On the Friday night, yep. The Friday night, and I was in a cold sweat, and then the hot sweat, and then the chills. Um, I had that flu for 10 days. And, and those two days that we worked together was right in the middle of those. So you can imagine oh. what I had gone through. Now, let me put that 10 days into perspective. 10 days of the flu, okay? It took me five days to detox from heroin. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God! <laughs> it took me longer to kick this flu than it did to kick dope, and uh, it just blows my mind. Wow! The whole time I was like, I know what could fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to, you know, suck it up. That's good. That's very. Funny. But it was great working with you, man. It was an honor. It was. It was a lot of fun. And Steve Scarfo, you and I are no strangers to working together. Tell our lovely uh, listening audience uh, about you and your experiences in this wonderful business known as stand-up comedy. Yeah, the, uh, we've done quite a few shows together. We've been working together for a while. I've been doing this uh, about 17 years, um, which I didn't really feel old until he said four. <laughs> and thanks, Halligan. That's fantastic. I um, it uh, Yeah, we, we've uh, done quite a few things. You, uh, well, we've done a couple of New Year's Eve the- shows together. We, yeah. We've had a lot of fun. I don't have uh, the experience with uh, you know illicit drugs that Mr. Halligan does, but uh, I have been known to knock back a, a soda or two. Mm-hmm. I am not bragging. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I do. I do have a question though. How does one happen upon a prostitute? That was the phrase that um, 
that that got me the most. He said, if I happened upon a prostitute, that would be a different story. And uh, not entirely sure. I think we lost Steve. Hold I'm on. I'm back. Sorry. Steve's back. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, call on hold. Wait a minute. There we go. Steve? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me do this. Hell, this ought to be funny. This is funny. This is hysterical. Steve, let me call you back. All right. All right. <laughs> there, now Steve Scarfo's on hold. Now Steve, Steve Scarfo's back. Okay. All right. We, uh, we actually lost... Um, we lost. It's the modern technology. I knew it couldn't go great. I knew it. It was going too good. It was going too good. I'm trying to figure out. Let me. I'm going to have to hang up and call everybody back. I think. Did we lose Mr. Halligan? Yeah. I'm. Mean, let me call. Let me call everybody back. Let's. I appreciate your listening audience. The listening audience just kind of hanging up and 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 doing this. This is the beautiful Steve. 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 Yes, it is. I Sorry guess. about that. There we go. Halligan's back. Scarfo's back. Scarfo's back. <laughs> that was all right. So we, it's you know, it's just it is just the way it is. Um, I coughed and the thing shut off. It yeah. must have a noise gate on it's, there. It's <laughs> all right. It, I didn't know Skype was cough sensitive. It, but, uh, <laughs> it's a not. Is it a? Are you working on a seven? Is that the problem? <laughs> which which uh, Steve Steve Steve? What's the groundhog thing? Oh, Alan Alan Alan. My wife yeah. has uh, you know that Steve thing. This is her thing. This is her thing. Watch it play a commercial. Of course it will. Of course it's going to play a commercial. I can skip in three seconds. But there's a, a groundhog that actually um, says they uh, they audioed it, and my wife loves this. So here we go. Nice day today. I think I might turn. Uh, was it Alan? Alan! Alan! Uh, I don't think you can hear me, you know. Alan! 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 It's not Alan! 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 It's not Alan. Alan! 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 It's not Alan. Oh, so that's not Alan? No. Steve. It's Steve. Yeah, we go. Steve! 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 Oh, no, that's not Steve. Okay, there we go. So that's... That's <laughs> uh, that's my wife, and of course she puts the YouTube link up too. You know, it's 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 my show. Play games, play games. No, we we're talking to comics right now. That's what we're doing. Steve Scarfo, please finish your story before it's so rudely interrupted with with bad <laughs> Skype breakage and, and YouTube videos and everything like that. So please finish your conversation. No, bro. Oh, well, no, I uh, I was really just curious oh, how ha- what happened happened, happened on a hooker. Yes. Yeah. How do you happen upon it? I mean, are you in Walmart one day and you stumble into the hooker aisle? I'm not entirely sure how that goes down. But oh no, no you well, get... when you live a certain lifestyle. Style, you're certain things happen, you know. So I was going to say, hookers are, are no longer in a lifestyle that that I I'm in. So it's like the whole parallel universe I know exists, <laughs> but I'm just not going to bump into it. Oh, I was actually going to say that um, you wouldn't, you would not find a hooker at Costco. Uh, you can get them at Costco, but a, more appropriately, they'd be at PJ's. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they, they'd have to be. Why wouldn't you? Um, and we don't have any underage listeners, so f them. So there we go, Mr. Scarfo. Yes, we found out. So yeah, we've worked together for a bunch of shows, and uh, uh, we've had a great time. And you, and you not only uh, are a wonderful, funny comedian, but you also do a ton of acting work. Is that correct? 
Uh, I do. As much as they let me, I like to get in. Uh, I do a lot of extra work. We've done a couple. We've actually shot one yourself uh, with my with me and your wife, and uh, we did a uh, a show called um, the. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blanking on the name you know, of my you know own what's funny? show. You produced it. I directed it. You, you were in it. It is the Thelma and Louise solution. It's the solution. The solution. Right. There was a, a series of webisodes uh, that were actually that are still being kind of moved around. Uh, but we shot the second one first, much like the Star Wars trilogy. We, <laughs> we shot the middle one first when there were three, in fact. Um and it was a lot of fun, and we put it like I directed it, you produced it, co-wrote it, uh, and Jeff, what's Jeff's last name? Jeff Shaw. Shaw, Shaw, I totally drew a blank on Jeff Shaw. Jeff Shaw actually wrote it as well, uh, co-wrote it, and he was in it, and he plays um, uh, one of the, the, the lead, essentially. Uh, and my, yes, my lovely wife, and I'll tell you what, Karen, if you'd love to put that link up too, that would be great. Um, she, I don't know if she remembers the link. She'll have to look for it, but she might do it uh, unless okay. she's she's like on and off the computer. But yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that and the, the acting work. And you've done a bunch of commercials as well. I did. I was lucky enough to be in a Red Sox commercial, actually a MasterCard commercial around the Red Sox uh, in the year that they won their first World Series in 86 years in 04, yes. which is sadly a decade ago at this point. It scared me when I thought of that. Oh uh, we my, were lucky enough oh to win our God. third World Series this past year. It, it, has, it has been 10 years. Wow. Wow. I, uh, I had a lot of Red Sox-related stuff. I did a Bud Light shoot that they never actually made it on the air, but we did the, the commercial shoot, and I did some extra work in uh, Fever Pitch, where I got to work uh, behind Jimmy Fallon, um, literally. And uh, yeah, it was... It was a lot of fun. He was a he was a great guy. I'm stoked to see him getting his late night show now. Um, yeah, moving on to the late show. It's so funny that I bump into people now that have no idea who was who was the host of Tonight Show before. Let like they have no experience beyond Jay Leno. Oh, they don't remember Carson at all. No, and that's scary. And that's like well, it's the same. Well, Carson hosted for what thirty five years. Before that, it was. Uh, uh, well, Jack Steve Parr. Allen was the first one, Jack Parr. Yeah, it was Steve Allen, then Jack Parr, then Johnny Carson, and Jay Leno, and now Jimmy Fallon. So my only problem, my only problem with Jimmy Fallon is I think Jimmy Fallon is super talented. He's amazing at performing. But, you know, he, it's basically it's a one-man Saturday Night Live show where there's no right. guests. I don't, you know, I don't even know who's been on the late show or with Jimmy Fallon. So it's, I hope it goes back to more of a, you know, talk show format, you know, cause that was the beauty of Carson. Carson, Carson really, it was, if you weren't Carson, you made it. That was it. You know, but some guys have been on Carson twice and nothing happened. So. Well, you know, though, at the time Carson was the only game in town, maybe Letterman when he hit, like there wasn't a lot of places for guys to go to, to get seen and, yeah. So if you if you hit Carson, you had to travel through light years of vetting before someone got you up there. Oh yeah. Now you can put yourself on YouTube, and if you have less, than, you know, a solid two minutes, you're going to make it on American <laughs> Idol or something. You know, some crazy <laughs> shit like that. Can we swear? I just swore I didn't mean oh, to. Oh fuck yeah, yeah we can. Swear. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. We do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> oh, well then, fuck it. Those guys suck. That's what I'm trying Everybody to say. Everybody. No. Uh, uh, are you backing yeah, up? Who's backing up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, that's my. Uh, no, sorry, I, that's, 
I'm teasing. I'm teasing. So, um, uh, one quick thing. Now, have you done any television? Have you like for on being stand up? Like we're talking about uh, late night and all that stuff. I did a show for C for A and E TV about six years ago. It was called Caesars Twenty Four Seven. It was it was around Caesars Palace and gambling, but they did a segment on me and uh, our friend Mr. Gary Cowett. Uh, I'd gone out to Vegas, and they shot a segment with us at a comedy club. Uh, me doing one of my first sets in Vegas around coming back after my club closed, um, and getting back into the game doing comedy, and so. Uh, I believe that's still out there too, but uh, it was a show called Caesars Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, and you you do well. Like we had uh, Cotro, Mike Katrobus on last week, and he um uh, he's doing the he's doing some production work for Steve Katzo, and you've been on that, correct? Oh yes, of course, I've been yeah. on the Steve Katzo show. Um, uh, look at you trying to set me up, and I was not following along with you at all. <laughs> yes, to, I've done actually done. I've been lucky enough to do the Katzo show twice. Um, and I did a benefit with them a couple of years ago, uh, an autism benefit. Steve is fantastic for local uh, performers, and he does a lot of great work for charity and stuff too. If you haven't get a chance, Steve Katzel's show. Yeah, Steve, uh, absolutely. And it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't fight with your show for time. It's a Tuesday night. No, it show. doesn't. Like, and it's another like, fucking Steve. That's what we're dealing with today. <laughs> <laughs> More Steves than you can shake a stick at. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, we're going to get a chance to uh, talk with our guests a little bit longer uh, during the uh, in the ending part. But now what we're going to do is take another little break. When we come back, we're going to be playing uh, two uh, very funny games with two very funny people. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. At a wedding toast, he confessed to giving the bride chlamydia. People know him as that guy. He'll ask about your children at a urinal. He once approached an undercover officer for drugs in front of a police station. He is the most inappropriate man in the world. I don't often drink beer, but when I do, it's at an AA meeting. Stay thirsty, my friends. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, because obviously there's nothing else to do on the internet than this. I guess in and itself is an accomplishment. So congratulations. You've finally done something with your lives. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You're back listening to Radio Irregardless. You know, there's some. Uh, I usually always have glitches through whatever. Um, and the reason the promo was exactly the same as the first one is because we lost Steve Halligan again and I had to get him back and I was completely distracted. But that's fine because I make sure that our, our next promo, what I'm going to do is I'm not messing around. I'm playing exactly. Here we go. I'm going to set up 
the next one. No, that's the wrong one. I'm going to set up the uh, the commercial the break so that we don't have any problems whatsoever. There we go. Did you did you say you have glitches or bitches? I, I couldn't quite hear. Yes, I happened upon uh, some glitches. <laughs> <laughs> I fumbled upon them, but uh, let's not fumble any longer. We're about to play a couple wonderful games. First game is who said that? And the intro goes something. Uh, like the oh, did I? There he goes. Yes, here we go. Who said that? Yes, who said that? Who the fuck said that? Yes, and the question is, who the who fuck said that? No, stop it. Who the fuck said that? Yeah, we know who said that. We're just working on it. So, uh, both Steve's uh, Halligan and let me get my pen and paper because, as I announce every t- week to my listening audience, I keep score actually super terribly. And if I don't write things down, even if I write them down, they still go horribly wrong. It's it's the weirdest thing ever. So I'm going to go with Halligan and Scarfo. There we go. And since we started in alphabetical order and Mr. Halligan started first, Mr. Scarfo will start on our introduction. And here's the way it's played. I will play with sound, a quick little sound bite. The longest one we have tonight is 15 seconds. The shortest one we have today is one second. So that's quite a range. So here's what I do. I play the sound once. If you know it, you guess right away. If you don't, I give you a three second in between, and then I play it again. And after I play it again, I then say, hey, what's the answer? And if you don't know, then your opponent has a chance to steal. Now, the game, who said that? You have to name the movie and the character. That's why it's very tricky. A lot of people go, oh, I can name the actor. I can name the thing. And it doesn't. Like in our previous game, it would go something like um, this. Who can? (laughs) That would be the mask actually in the mask. So that's how easy it works. So that's how it plays. So, gentlemen, any questions before we get started? I'm ready. Now let's do the thing. Yes, we got bitchy glitches, as as Kim had said. Yes, bitchy glitches. Here we go. So, Mr. Scarfo, you enter the fray with this. Remember, movie and character. And he says, why so serious? That is... uh, I can play it again if you like. Well, it's it's the Joker, and it's from... Batman. I just don't remember if it's uh, a Forever or a, the Dark. I think it's the Dark Knight, actually. The Dark Knight, and it's the Joker. Oh, that is a complete answer. That is the complete. You got answer. it right. Yeah, you go. See, that's how easy it is played. That's easy, <laughs> right there. See, and it's one to pay. It's uh, one to nothing. So, ready, Mister Halligan. Here we Let's go. Let's do it. Here we go. This is Sparta. Oh, uh, that was that was my dad from Three Hundred. <laughs> Half of it right. (laughs) I don't know the guy's name. Fucking CGI abs guy. I can play it again. I'm never going to guess his name. I'm just going to say ridiculous things. Steve, chance to steal. Name the character. I believe it's King Leonidas. Was it King Leonidas? Oh, no, that's no. right. It, it, no, I'm right, I'm right. It was. I could have been right. So do I get a half point? I could have been wrong. You actually get a half point for that, which right, uh, cool. I don't normally award half points, but because you, you said it in a rather pathetic tone, I'm going to go with <laughs> So we have a 1.5 score so far going on. So that's it. My brother even got it right. My brother loves the movies. Uh, yes, my little brother, Chris, he just celebrated his 41st birthday a few days ago. Happy birthday, Chris. Um, and that was that one. All right. 
This one goes back to Steve. This one is tricky. <laughs> Wait, which Steve? Oh, <laughs> don't mess with me. I know. It's, I know it's important. I'd fuck that up. Uh, Scarfo, Steve Scarfo. Okay. Ready? Character and and movie. You can do it. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that is every Adam Sandler movie ever made, and it's Rob Schneider, but I never know his character name. That's right. I think it's from The Waterboy. It's from The Waterboy. That's half a point, yeah. Um, Nobody will ever get this name. I had to, I had to research this. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. You I'm gonna can go with, do it! <laughs> I'm going to go with Rob Schneider. I'm pretty sure that's his actor, his character. That, no, that is incorrect. And Mr. Halligan, do you uh, you want to steal this uh, one? Give it a was shot. It Tiny Elvis. <laughs> that was a Rob Schneider character from Saturday Night Live. Yes, it uh, was. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, neither one of you got it right. Uh, so I'm going to have to play this one. That ain't right. That ain't right. Uh, the character's name is actually called Townie. That's <laughs> that's that's the character's name. Who knew? Townie, good to know. Townie. So yeah, that's like the name that an extra gets. I, you know, I know. if like an extra actually gets a accredited name. Yeah. A guy yelling. I thought it was going to be like guy yelling in crowd, but the character actually is named Townie. He's a Townie. So, uh, so believe it or not, we're we're all scored up with one point five each. <laughs> Wow. Which is sad. Uh, after three yeah, apparently, Kim Santo is not happy with our. Uh... No, no, Kim is. She was. I have actually had her on the show for um, fan appreciation, and she um, she was doing very well. And at the very last second, um, uh, Karen, my lovely wife, uh, stole it, stole oh. it from her. I don't know what my sister say got booted. My sister just kind of got, I don't know what she's doing. She's having so many problems with what was it. Just listen through my website then. There we go. All right. That was uh, Scarfo, and now we go with Hallion. This one's fairly easy. Here you go. Houston, we have a problem. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um. I can play again? Sure, go Houston, ahead. Houston, we have a problem. Um, Poindexter from Revenge of the Nerds. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that is that is uh, terrible. <laughs> Scarfo, any guesses? It's Apollo thirteen. Uh, I don't remember who Tom Hanks played. Uh, I'll say Gus Grissom. I know that's from uh, CSI, but I'm going with it anyway. Oh, so I'll give you. I'll give you a little of both. It was. Jason Body got it right. It was Jim Lovell. Or Lovell. So that's half a point. So you're up to two. <laughs> nice. So uh, that was Halligan. And this would be going back to Steve. Here we go. I'm the king of the world! I'm the <laughs> Jesus, half point, Christ. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Titanic. It is Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio. It is. It was Leonardo DiCaprio, but who is the character? Was his name Oliver Twist? Oh, come on. Everybody knows this. uh, She rips his cold, dead hand and says, I'll never let go. 
Jackie Brown. I no, have nothing. Even my I, my brother got my God. Everybody's got Jack. it. Everybody okay. except you has got it. I'm Jack, trying not to look. No, no, no. <laughs> Jack, Jack. F- my sister got Titanic. J- Jason got Jack. My brother got Jack Dawson. Dawson Titanic. <laughs> it, it's my sister. This is oh, you know something. I'm not even going to give you half a fucking point for that. Now. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I got to give him half a point. There you go. You're up to two point five. Come on, for the love of God in heaven. All right. God. Whose was that? That was, I think that was actually mine. It was all yours? I think so. Is Halligan, did we lose Halligan? No, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, who's that? <laughs> did you know it was Jack Dawson? I never even seen that movie, and I won't. I just will not. I refuse to see that movie. I felt, Absolutely. I felt I bad. Hate I period pieces. I didn't, I didn't give you a chance to steal, so... <laughs> But this one's easy. I'll give you this one, Halligan. Here you go. I'll be back. All right, man. That that's I, I got that. That's the Terminator from Terminator. Okay. It is the Terminator from Terminator. And that is correct. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. I also would have accepted the T-800 series. <laughs> Model 101. I, I would have went. I, you know something? I would have went with it. I <laughs> My brother's having this huge conversation with everybody online. He's hysterical. He says, um, he's still typing it in. I can't, I can't go back with the software I have. Um, uh, and then the bitch lets go. He says, they suck. Good for you. Don't see it. And then my brother wrote it, the Chippewa Falls, Dawson, it, which actually from the movie, which is hysterical. <laughs> so, yes, my brother got it right. And since Steve got it, Mr. Halligan got it right, you were up to three, uh, 2.5. You're leading by half a point. No, it's tied up again. Sorry. <laughs> Steve Scarfo, here you go. No man forgets how menacing we are. We are lions. You know what's there? Waiting. You're on that beach. Immortality. Shake it. It's yours. That is the longest soundbite I can give you tonight. One guess is all you're going to get out of that one. Come on, Scarfo. you got to get it before Jesus. the fans get it. It's an it. old war movie. I want to say the big red one. Oh. But I don't need to. Uh, and it's... Um... Oh, crap. I... Halligan, chance to steal? Boom Boom Washington from Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus Christ. Really? <laughs> It's 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 Troy. It's Brad Pitt playing Achilles. I never saw Troy. What? Well, no man yeah, forget how menacing we are. We are lions. lions. This is on the road. You know what? It, it sounds like an old war movie. You're on that beach. Immortality. No, it's yours. It's when they're on the boat heading to Troy before they storm the beaches. Well, sure, I know it now. Yeah. <laughs> no point scored that round at all for anyone. So, Silas <laughs> is not happy with no, that. No, my sister's like, challenge us. I'm like, did you get Troy? Eh, no, thanks for playing. So, <laughs> she's like, oh, come on. All right, here we go. This one's a, this one's a really, uh, I enjoy this movie quite a bit. And um, I actually just posted this on my website back in November. Uh, and this goes to uh, Steve Halligan. Beneath this mask, there is more than flesh. Beneath this mask, there is an idea, Mr. Creedy. And ideas are bulletproof. And I know my brother's going to get this one. 
Uh, it's another comic book movie, isn't it? It is. It is. See, I won't watch comic book movies. <laughs> I couldn't read them as a kid. They didn't make any sense to me. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to say that that's, um, I don't know, um, Bane from Batman. No, it is not Bane from Batman. Would you like me to play it again? Did you get a second guess? No. All right, Steve Scarfo. Any guesses? Can you play it again? Oh, Kim Santo already got it. Hey, Beneath this mask, there is more than flesh. Beneath this mask, there is an idea, Mr. Creedy. And ideas are bulletproof. Yes? I can't understand the last word. My sister said Mr. Creedy. No, Mr. Creedy is who he's talking to. Kim Santo got it. It is V from V from Vendetta. Do you know? I thought that was it, but um. Oh, so the big red one. I, I I hurt myself, and now I yeah. now I have no confidence in my game. That ain't right. <laughs> the guy's name is V. Yeah, the character's name is V. Jesus Christ! And uh, any idea? Well, Kim, <laughs> Kim actually Kim actually got this, but do you know who the actor is who played him? The same guy from The Matrix, Mister Jason Adams. Robards. No, Jason. <laughs> 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 no, the, I forget the actor's name. He's in. Uh, he he played uh, Red Skull in Captain America. He was oh in yeah, uh, Hugo the, Weaving. Yes, he was. That's my brother got it. See, I told you, my brother's one of these guys. He gets it. Oh, and uh, let's see. That was no points. Uh, anybody. So uh, this is sad. <laughs> these are all action movies, and I'm asking guys action movies. Alan Moore. Who the fuck is Alan Moore? Anyway, uh, whose turn is it? I think it's Scarfo. I think it's my turn. No, it's Halligan? No, is it Halligan? No, it's Halligan, because that was Oh, my. yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, so this is... Halligan, this is your turn. All right. All right, here we go. You won't like this one either. Dodge this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> These movies are just such garbage. I know. it. Uh, well, come on now, really? Dodge this. Yeah, but they're they're famous for shitty they're being shitty. <laughs> but they're not even good shitty. They're not they're not trying to be. They're, they're, um, I'll tell you I what, don't just know. Name the movie. See if you get that one. Um, friggin' Tomb Raider. No. <laughs> no. Which is a shitty movie, by the way. <laughs> I just I'm playing for that sound. I just want to hear that sound as much as possible. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'll 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 accommodate you best I can. Steve Scarfo, any guesses? And all the all the listeners have this one. So you've probably blown it. We do have like a 10 second delay between what we broadcast and what they could type. So you have an additional 10 minutes, uh, 10 seconds. So <laughs> well, any, I any just looked, so I won't guess. Okay. It is uh, the Matrix. Per- it's from, it's Trinity. Dodge this. From it's when she goes up and shoots the agent in the head. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, you know something? This Since this is going so well, let's throw it up for grabs. <laughs> let's just throw <laughs> it in the air. First person to grab it. And it, you can't just say, Steve, you got to say Scarfo or. <laughs> or Halligan. Here we go. And you have to name the character and the movie. Here we go. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, Scarfo. Yeah, I see some serious shit. Any guesses? <laughs> yeah, it's Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future. What's his first name? Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is Emmett. It is. 
So it's a tie. It's half a point apiece. Because <laughs> I hate half points. You both have three points now. Good. My God, this game is killing me. And, of course, the last one, same thing. Throw it in the total, air. Total points possible would have been 82 had we been knowing our shit. Yeah. But it's not. We have Seriously? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> There's only 10 questions. The best, best you could have got was 20, and you got six points collectively. Here That's the gullible. Here's Johnny. The Shining Jack That's Torrance. That. Oh, what was that? What was that? that? The Shining, what? Jack Torrance. That is correct. Wow, nice. Steve Halligan pulls right away at the last second. He blew that one out of the water completely. That was evil. Great job. And that's how you play Who Said That? Who Said That? I don't know. Nobody knows. Who Said That? Who Said That? Who Said That? That's the drill. Lee, uh, Lee Army Irvy uh, from Full Metal Jacket. Oh. Nice. And that was how we play that. So let me type in the word done, because we're done with that game. <laughs> done. Three. There we go. Oh, what is this? An extra stop. There we go. And uh, we're still playing. We're still playing. If you can't... No, did we play... Oh, no. We didn't play that. We played... Oh, we played Do You Want Cheese with that. Oh, here's a choice. Here's a choice. We could say... We could play If You Can't Say Something Nice, which is basically... Somebody insulting somebody in a movie. Or we could play Would You Like Cheese with that, which is a stupid line from a cheesy movie. Oh, stupid line from a cheesy movie. Yeah, yeah. I like the cheesy movies. Then we got to go with Would You Like Cheese with that. And, of course, uh, where is it? Where is it? Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. Tell me something. Do you have any cheese at all? Yes, sir. We have plenty of cheese today. So we're going to play uh, Do You Want Cheese With That? This is the uh, the game we played before. Uh, this is the game we played for the first time with our fans. And uh, the two ladies uh, loved it. And we played, we played... This was a sample sample of what we played. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm also just a girl. <laughs> standing in front of a boy. <laughs> asking him to love her. <laughs> Sorry, any Julia Roberts movie makes me gag. It's I should I should have played a different. Uh, let's play that something. Okay, so we are playing this. So because we are all tied up. No, Steve Halligan pulled away with that one. Yeah, he has four. Steve Scarfo, you're gonna go first. This one's easier. Just name the movie. You're fired. That's got to be Commando. It no, it sometimes wouldn't be. I'll give you. I'll play it again. You can get a second guess. You're fired. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It could be like seven Arnold movies. It could be the could Terminator. Be. That could be. That could be. Could be um, what's the alien movie there? Predator. No, that's got to be. I'm going to go Terminator. It's got to be Terminator. Terminator? Uh... Alligan, any guesses? Uh, Last Action Hero? Oh, so close. That would be True Lies. That is the scene where he has the guy on the missile, and then he goes, you're fired. And he shoots the missile through the building, and the the business, and the the building goes right through, and the missile explodes the helicopter on the other side of the building. 
the one from Commando was, I think it was uh, let off a little steam. Wasn't that it? Oh, it might have, yeah, I yes. think it might have been. Yes. Let off some Steve Bennett. <laughs> which, which we actually have that. Remember uh, when I said I'd kill you last, Benny? Oh, you mean this? <laughs> <laughs> Let off some steam, Bennett. See, <laughs> See, I don't fuck around. I do not fuck around. That so was the most like homoerotic bad guy in <laughs> in movie history. <laughs> if you remember, I think he had a mess shirt on most of the time. Yes, and I remember Alyssa Milano. That was her rookie card. She was dancing around. She was like four years old or something like that. And yeah, he's like, I have to save my daughter. Wonderful balloon jeans. Yes, she did. All right, Tight you, know, you know something, <clears throat> Jason. Uh, Jason Body is always. He's been on this uh, this kick for a while. Um, he, I play these movie things, and he's like, "Oh no, you got to play it." Yeah, and he, he says the same thing all the time. And what he wants me to do is everything. He's like, "It's porn. It's porn. It's porn. It's porn. It's not <laughs> porn. It's not porn at all." So here's what I'm gonna do, because Jason said that uh, we're gonna. He goes, why don't you play um, uh, a, a scene? We have to guess the sex act. So, uh, fine. Fine. Here we go. Uh, there's no porn on the internet, but let's see what I can find right here. Here you go, Jason. <laughs> this is for you. Look what we have here. Okay, that's... <laughs> All right, Jason, guess. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> Jason well, that's Lucky Ladies of the South 13. Let's be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you guess? <laughs> Lucky Ladies of the South. No. It was, it was 13, actually. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to our game, Jason. There you go. And No, it wasn't anal. It was 13. See, my brother said 13 as well. Maybe I don't know if he was still referencing the. Let me look back because now I want to make sure he's not mentioning Alyssa Milano being thirteen in the movie, which would okay. This is a weird conversation. It's just overlapping. It's getting fucking weird. Let's go back to the movie things. This is uh, uh, Steve Halligan. Here you go. You scared, motherfucker? Well, you should be because this green beret is going to kick your big ass. I eat green berets for breakfast. And right now, I'm very hungry. <laughs> oh man! I'll play it that again. was that was Schwarzenegger, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Shit, was that Commando? It was Commando. It all <laughs> it was fucking. Oh no, wait, no. It was Commando. It was. Right. Do you remember he? Do you remember the scene? Uh, not really. <laughs> the scene was when he's uh in the movie Predator. Uh, remember the uh, I forget the uh, the name of the actor, um, but after Jesse Ventura gets killed, he's the black actor that, that chases the predator and get all crazy. Um, he's the one with the space between his front teeth. Yeah, no, he's the one. He's got the big eyes. All right, I don't want to be all picky here, but he said Commando, not Predator. He did say Commando, but in the movie Predator, because this is the same actors, they were friends in Predator. Oh, it wasn't from Predator. I no. thought that was Predator. No, no, it was. Uh, it was from Commando. It's when he has to actually fight him, and he beats his ass too. Of course, he beats everybody's <laughs> asses. That score is now five to three. Steve Scarfo is pulling up the. Uh, he's losing. Uh, <laughs> I'm still on the porn thing. Apparently, God damn it! You got the porn almost right. There you go. <laughs> this one is yours, Steve Scarfo. I know kung fu. 
<laughs> I'll play it again. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> and no, it's not Kung Fu Panda. So, <laughs> come on. Are you kidding me? No. I know Kung Fu is the entire clip. I know Kung Fu. A lot of people got it. A lot of people already have it. Halligan, you want to take a guess? You're on a cell phone, so you're not looking at the Oh, answer. shut up. Really? Yeah. No, let him, let him guess. No, no. He, no, no. I looked at the answer. He probably oh, got okay. it. Yeah. Is it uh, Big Trouble Little China? No. No, it is not. That ain't right. It was The Matrix. It was Neo. Goes, <laughs> Holy goes, crap. That did not sound like him at goes, all. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> hey, Christopher, Wait, send play the clip again. Here's the clip. I know Kung Fu. He is such a tool. <laughs> Like, have you, did you, were you raped by his, his man of Tai Chi clips that were on Comcast for no. like the on-demand menu no. for like a month straight? No. And it was just like, oh, I, he upsets me so greatly. <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't think I have another one of him. So that's, that's a rather visceral reaction. Yes. It's a huge to get. It, he's like Metallica. Game. Because back in the day, like I loved everything he did. I loved uh, River's Edge, uh, Bill and Ted's, um, all the and all the sort of fringe stuff he did. And then he just—I don't know—he just bothers me now. He just tooled out. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I want to have a talk with him and just be like, "What's up? Explain <laughs> to me, like, what you're doing." Because maybe I'll like you again. I want to have a talk with him. <laughs> so let me ask you: Do you like the Bill and Ted? Yeah. Zone, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bill and Ted. Yeah, that was the... Yeah, and then what happened? He just turned into the same guy. He just, you know, terrible stuff. Oh, don't worry. We got more. We got more. Here we go. Worst worst thing ever was you saw Ted show up in the Dracula movie. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, totally don't bite me, okay? Yeah, he totally... You know, they almost gave him an interview with a vampire. Don't laugh. They almost Uh, gave it uh, to him. How fucked up would that have been? Oh God! Who's Winter's you. kid or Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Speaking of that, Halligan, this is you. I know Taekwondo, and I know whoop your ass. Um, <laughs> that kind of sounds like the dude from The Hangover, but I wouldn't classify that as a cheesy movie. Um, <laughs> so can you play it one more time? Play it again. I know Taekwondo. And I know whoop your ass. It's a blood sport? No, 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 no. These are bad movies. Blood more is bad. Just there we go. I got to play it for me. He loves the sound. Scarfo, any guess? By the way, I always want to hear the guy yodeling right before that sound. Oh. Um. Quick, quick, before everybody gets it. Is it the Kung Pao enter the fist? It is not. <laughs> it is Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh, man, that sounds like a good black exploitation movie. (laughs) It's, uh, what's his name? It's, what's the guy who plays Medina? Who plays Medina? His name is on everything. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's, yes. Did you see Tyler Perry in Tyler Perry's bathroom? And Tyler Perry in Tyler Perry's house. All right, no points. Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry. Yeah, written by by Tyler Perry. (laughs) A Tyler Perry production. (laughs) Now, who was that? That was Halligan Scarfo. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. <laughs> That's from a movie, by the way. A real <laughs> fucking movie. Because cornflakes takes time to prepare. <laughs> so I get it. I wonder who sponsored this dead. particular movie. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. 
Okay, before the <laughs> listeners get it, Scarfo. I'll blow this up and be home in time for cornflakes. Yes. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh. Alligan, any guesses? Um, Troma's War. <laughs> I, I don't even know what this. <laughs> wait, no. wait, that's from Nelson Mandela, A Man's that ain't Life. Right. That ain't right. That ain't. That ain't. That, 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 that ain't right. There you go. It's just I'm gonna scratch it for you. That ain't right. There you go. It's it's from it's from Total Recall. My brother got it. What do you mean, Robocop? Oh, man. Ain't no Robocop. Really? Yeah, it's the it's what's his name? Um, oh, but it's Cohagen at the Cohagen. end of the movie. That's right. Goes, Is that Ironsides? No, no. <laughs> and Hall- Halligan, here you go. Yeah. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> oh, fun. that's Keanu Reeves again. Yeah, it uh, is. It was irony that you get it. What is it? Speed? No. No, no. It's point Break. Point Break it is. We finally have an answer. <laughs> point Break. <laughs> nice. That was very good. Yes, we got it before the listeners. Scarfo, here we go. Speed round. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. (laughs) I ain't got time to bleed. Classic movie. Everybody knows this line. Oh, God, 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 God. It's the... um... Come on, we mentioned the movie already. We're talking. No, it's not Dick Jones from... uh, It's my brother's... He's stuck in the last movie. Is it Commando? No. One more guess, quick. (laughs) Before the listeners get it. Play it one more time. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Jesse Ventura said it. Oh, is it? Uh, it's Predator. It's Predator. <laughs> it is. Sorry, I had to help you because you're three against six, and there's no fucking. I was gonna say thanks for gonna, propping me up. You're I, never gonna I, fucking I win. <laughs> thanks for completely neutering me, and when I thought I knew movies, and apparently don't know Jack. I know. <laughs> Halligan, here you go. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. <laughs> oh, one more time. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. This is a Ooh. fucking. This is truly a horrible movie. Pain um, don't hurt. I got no idea. It's Patrick Swayze, <clears throat> by the way. And then uh, maybe it's uh, Ro- Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. That ain't right. No, that is right. <laughs> it was Patrick Swayze in a movie so bad that he didn't even watch it. <laughs> All right, there's only two left. Was that too Wong Fu? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, somebody should have got two on phone, but I, I no. All right, Scarfo, for you. Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. No, <laughs> well, that's uh, the last X Men movie, X Men: The Last Stand. Yeah, and what's the number? Jesus, it's like three. It's <laughs> when I'm right, I'm right, and when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> and this one is the last one. <clears throat> I don't think anybody's going to get this. My brother's really good, but I don't think he's going to get this one either. Here you go. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, is that um? Is that the gate? No, Halligan. If you get this, I will fucking I will give you three points if you get this. If anybody gets this, I'll give him three points. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. <laughs> Troll two. What? Holy shit! No way! Oh, I got it. You Sweet. Fucking got it. <laughs> Shut up. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> I knew it was one of those. What the fuck? What the fuck? Is that, that's insane. Yeah, Troll 2 is like the... The um, the like Mona Lisa of bad movies. <laughs> All right, I I, ho- I I have an issue. I have, I have to hold issue with the fact that you don't watch Batman, but you knew Troll Two. <laughs> like yeah, nothing. No, there's no, I, there's no logic to the things I hate, but I just I hate them. <laughs> I oh. am honored to lose to the man who picked out Troll Two. Holy uh, I I can't I I can't take it. It's just that was that was. Fucking beautiful. That was awesome. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a break. I'm going to add up all the scores. Not like I have to, but uh, clearly Halligan blew this one out of the wall. I'm pretty sure I lost 107 to 2. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Radio Irregardless. Love food and wine? Take a Salem Food Tour and discover a delicious way to walk through history. Salem Food Tours are guided walking tours of historic Salem, Massachusetts. They are the perfect way to explore the downtown and waterfront areas while enjoying tastings at some of Salem's best food shops and restaurants. Enjoy talks with chefs and fellow food lovers while learning all about our illustrious maritime spice trades and more. With today's culinary renaissance, locals and visitors agree, Salem is truly a delicious place to explore. To get information on our year-round tours or to buy tickets or gift certificates, visit SalemFoodTours.com. Hey, this is Ryan Gartley. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. I was on the show. Can you believe it? My wife farted the other night in bed, rolled over, and punched me in the head. This was slightly better. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you are back listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. After a heated, uh, it didn't, it, it was kind of cold for a long time, and then it started picking up. It got a little funky, like a, it got crazy like a troll up in this bitch. Uh, <laughs> and with Troll 2, Steve Halligan, I taped all the scores, and um, even though Steve uh, Halligan did win by an overwhelming majority, uh, the self esteem um, on Steve Scarfo uh, says that he only only lost by half a point. So there you go. <laughs> Just to keep it simple, we don't want anybody hurt. And uh, would you know, if com- comics have very fragile egos, and uh, myself included, and we always have to look out for our own. Um, and that being said, um, we get to my favorite, 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 favorite portion of the program, which is tell us about your best and worst gigs. And um, <clears throat> uh, I would uh, actually, I'm going to start off this one because I've had uh, I've had a bunch of good gigs and then I've had a bunch of bad. And I'll let the uh, I'll let our comics catch up a little bit. My um, my best gig uh, was actually Saturday night uh, first show uh, at the Kowloon last weekend. Uh, best show in a long time. Um, but well, I'll say in recent history, I'll just keep it that way. Um, where there was a woman, and Steve Halligan will confirm this. Uh, during my set, a woman came in with uh, a gentleman, and they were older, and I don't know if they were special needs or a little oh, slow or uh, whatever, but they had come in the middle of my set, and it was strange, and they sat just to the left of the stage, um, full blown. 
uh, and this is my best show, by the way. <laughs> they uh, and they were ordering food, but they weren't ordering food. They were just reading from the menu, and it went something like this: I don't know if I want to do any poo poo platters because. I don't know. What are you going to order? And they went back and forth, and they didn't order anything. They were just loud orders. And about five minutes left of my act, I went, okay. And they were because they were a little slow or whatever. I didn't want to attack them. And then (laughs) Paul D'Angelo went up, and the same thing was happening. Midway through his act, they decided they're going to leave. So Steve's like, okay, you guys are all right? <laughs> and I mean, um, Paul's like, okay, you guys are all right? He's like, yeah. And then she starts putting her coat on. But she had four coats. So she was putting them. And she stands up right in front of the stage. And she's putting all the coats on. And Steve's like, I mean, Paul's like, uh, w- there's a lot of coats. He goes, what, do you got a dog sled outside or something? <laughs> she finally puts on all the coats. And then she says, "You are very funny. I'm sorry I'm leaving." He goes, "Yeah, you should catch me again. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to have you another show." And he's kind of being serious. And she goes, "I'm sorry. What was your name?" And he goes, "Mark Scalia." <laughs> <laughs> but I had a great weekend, so that's my best slash worst show. Um, since let's see, who since Steve won? Steve has uh, Steve won. Steve Halligan won. Steve Halligan, you have the right to either go first or second on your stories. Which would you like to do? Uh, I'll pass it just because I need a couple more minutes to think of my best show. Okay. All of them were my worst show, so i got to think of the best one. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go with Steve Scarfo. You're going to go uh, You're gonna go best? No, you're going to go best, and then we'll go back to Halligan for best, and then we'll go worst, and then we'll go back to Halligan for worst. All right. So we do best, best, worst, worst. Best, best. That's good. All right. So best, best show. Best show. Or in recent, uh, recent history. I'll have to do the same. Yeah, best in recent times was just in November, nice. late November, early December. I um, I was working at the Tupelo Music Hall in Londonderry, New Hampshire, which you haven't been. It's, a, it's off in the middle of nowhere, but it's such a great little room. It is. And uh, I had brought a camera to tape my set, as we often do. And I was featuring, and there was a headliner that was supposed to be on that night. And about 20 minutes into my 30-minute set, the person booking the show hands me a piece of paper that says, uh, the headliner's car broke down, stretch. (laughs) That was the whole note. Um, And I proceeded to um, restack my brain a little bit. As you know, we do have that third eye thing that we do uh, where we do even though when you're in the middle of telling your joke you're also thinking to yourself at the same time where you're like yes and then i did this and then in your head you're going oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit what do i do uh and the reason it's the best show is i was able to spin it around and ended up doing uh, an hour and five because the uh, the headliner just actually never was able to make it wow and so uh, it ended up being just an amazing show. It was a packed house. They were an amazing crowd. Um, very happy to have me stay on and, and do the full show. Um, and I was absolutely ecstatic because I got it all on tape. Excellent. Excellent. Great story. Who was the uh, – do you want to mention the headliner? You know, I, I'd rather not. Okay. I, I, I don't really know exactly what happened. I was told it was a car issue, so – I don't necessarily want to cast who, aspersions. Who was the opener then? Uh, the the opener was a new kid named Abu Sheikh Shah. Abu um, Sheikh Shah. He's very funny. 
He's very funny. A yeah, really nice guy. I actually worked with him again last weekend over at the uh, Dick Doherty's Club in Worcester. Yep. Um, Indian a, fellow. Yes. Indian yes, fellow. Very, very funny. Very, very funny. Yes. India from India. Indian yeah. from India. There we go. And Steve Halligan, your uh, best show as in recent memory. You can go with recent memory if you like. Sure. Um, this would have been the uh, blizzard last year. Um, I did a private show at the uh, Newport Hyatt in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, there was about 500 people in the audience, and um, we went into the room about an hour before the show just to make sure lights and sound were set up. Um, and two times within that hour, the uh, power went out and then came right back <laughs> on and then out and then right back on. And, of course, every time it went out, it reset all of the house light settings. So we had gone through a couple of times to get it right. And I had the AV guy there bring in an extra light just to throw some stuff on the stage. And are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Did we lose him in the middle of the story? I think we just might have. Oh. Oh, are you kidding me? That was a great lead up too. I want to know what the heck happened. It was. He, come on, Steve. Oh, the anticipation's killing me. <laughs> Stevie Halligan. You know, I'll tell you the one thing. This is why the technology always always Whoa, whoa, hey, is it back? Oh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> Woo! That was, was like, really just an elaborate scheme to uh <laughs> to play out what actually happened for the show. It must be the best show ever now. <laughs> Um, all right, so where did it cut off? Uh, it cut off with the lights were being reset, and you had to... Yeah, yeah, right. so something like we, that. Every time the power went out, the house lights reset to a standard setting, so we had to keep doing that. And then uh, everything's good. Um, room starts to fill up. It's about 500 people in there, and then the power to the entire hotel, the, the entire island that the, the hotel yeah, was on, on went out. It's on Island, yeah. Um. So it's just emergency lightings. Uh, so you've got like a couple of fluorescents and the emergency lights. And we still had to do this show for about 500 people with no microphone. So it was like Greek theater. Oh, God. Um, and it was the most amazing, intimate connection I've ever had with an audience. Um, granted, afterwards, my voice was shot. But I mean, just the fact that everyone like just dealt with it. It, not not just the comedians, but the the uh, the audience and the staff. Uh, it was just a really magical night, and uh, that was definitely my best show. Cool, cool. That's that, awesome. No, that's a that's. I, I've had that once in a while. I had something like that with New Year's Eve thing with Joey Carroll, and there was no mic, and it, it really felt like you were you would think it would be the complete nightmare, but yeah, it, it turned out to be fan fucking tastic. So uh, now, worst gig ever. Scarfo. <laughs> so oddly enough, my worst gig was that a snowstorm. A high correlation to Mr. Halligan's best gig, but not, <laughs> but uh, only for the lack of equipment. Um, we did a show. This is always like ten years ago. We were booked to do a show, um, and it we show up. It was supposed to be a Thursday night show, June fourth. And we got to the place where the show was supposed to be, the airfield in Nashua. I don't know where that just came from, but it popped into my head. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. And they thought we were supposed to be. So we thought it was Thursday, June 4th. That's what we were told. That's when I drove out there. And they thought the show was the fourth Thursday in June. Okay. 
(laughs) And it was one of those sort of pubby restaurant type places where they sort of put you in the corner and they're never great setups to start with. So we had to go on in the corner of a restaurant with no microphone, no light in a crowd that had no knowledge of any comedy show. (laughs) And it was myself, uh, Mr. McIntyre, Tim McIntyre and Tom Hayes. Um, it's a night that is seared into my, we made the best of it. They ended up turning it around, but I tell you, it was the absolute worst 15, 20 minutes. Um, cause I had to go first. It was grenade time for me and uh, <laughs> they did not. I mean, there were people eating pasta looking at me like, who the hell is this crazy bastard? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're slopping their bread into their sauce thinking, I think this guy just went fucking crazy. I think that's what I saw in some eyes. <laughs> Good <laughs> good worst gig story. Halligan, worst gig. Um, well, Scarfo, when you mentioned uh, the Steve Katzel show, I, I was I had tried to block this out of my memory, but <laughs> when I was uh, this this would have been like my first six months. Granted, I'm still extremely new, but six months, I don't know what I'm doing, and they have me there as uh, the warm up act. So you're not really on the show; you're just warming up the audience. Which that night was uh, his dad. And I guess his dad's there every night, but uh, this night it was like his dad and then, you know, like a mom and daughter, uh, like a girl is like, you know, <laughs> young enough that she still has to be with her mom everywhere. Um, and and then just like the band and my material uh, back then and still now is I don't want to say it's dark, but it's adult. It's fairly adult. Yeah. You know, like I talk a lot about my just shit and and back then i didn't know how to put the positive spin on it so it was just like like i used to shoot dope you know and um it's just it was awful because they just were i didn't even belong there like i had no right being there and i wasn't funny and like when you leave a gig you you want to you don't want to leave worse than you felt coming in because we always feel shitty like that's our normal you know so to feel like less shitty is what you want when you leave. But when I felt just more shitty and it was awful. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that assessment. It shows you always want to leave feeling at least less. I'd like to feel even better, but you're right. At least less shitty than we walked in. And the, the worst part about Steve F. Halligan's story is that was taped and it's forever. And because it, it, it exists on the it internet, exists. at least some of the worst gigs we have after we die biologically, they're gone. <laughs> Those memories are gone. But, oh, you, God. but you have a videotape of that. <laughs> I've never requested it. I'll never look at it. Um, oh, but it's I out just, there. Oh, it's out I know. there. <laughs> I don't even want to. I'm glad I'm, I wasn't on the show last week with Katrobus because I know he's the one that, that booked me. And I don't think we've ever talked since. Um <laughs> Like he's just always going to remember me as like that kid had no business being anywhere. Therefore, he has no business being anywhere now. No, no, no. he's much better than that, and so are you. It's 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 uh, it was great working with you last week, and Steve. I hope we're working together soon. And speaking of that, where are you guys coming up next couple of weeks, Halligan? Where are you going to be uh, this weekend coming up? Anywhere? This weekend, I'm actually back at the Kowloon. Um, with Mike Whitman and Mike Donovan. And then uh, February 6th is the Sober Show that I mentioned. That's going to be at Dick Doherty's Comedy Den, uh, which is downstairs at Howell at the Moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hosting that night, and I'm bringing in uh, Mark Riley as the headliner. Nice. Nice. And Scarfo, where are you this weekend? 
Saturday night, I'm over at the China Blossom. Lots of laughs. Lots of laughs. Uh, North Andover. And then actually the following weekend, I will be at the Howl at the Moon. Um, <laughs> what night are you there, Halligan? Wednesday. Uh, February 6th. It's That's a Thursday, Thursday night. night. Thursday. Oh, hell. I'll be there Friday and Saturday. Nice. Nice. And uh, for those of you, and they can see all this information on your website, your website's if I update it appropriately, okay. yes. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I just typed in your websites again uh, for the listening audience. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in seeing me, Mark Scalia, performing, um, I'm going to brag a little bit. Um, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, all day, I'm going to be working a trade show for Crest uh, where I'm going to be dressed, get this, ladies, as toothpaste. Yes, I am. That's what I do. It's not glamorous. You're doing Yankee Dental. Uh, <laughs> something like that. But I'm actually, I'm dressed as an oral, or either a toothpaste or an oral B toothbrush, one of the two. Um, you won't recognize me, thank God. Uh, that's during the day. But um, Friday night, I'm doing a uh, private show uh, in Arlington and doing, I'm pulling triples all Thursday. I'm doing a private corporate event Thursday night. Friday, I'm doing a comedy event private. And Saturday night, uh, my lovely wife and I are going to be at the Firehouse Theater uh, doing Moments of Plays. I th- no, it's not Moments of Plays. It's uh, the Play Festival. It's something like that. I'm not even sure what it is exactly, but I'm in a short play. It's a 10-minute play uh, and being directed by Steve Faria, who is an old comic friend of mine, uh, who's now just almost exclusively in the acting world. And then ironically next saturday a week from this saturday night i'll be back at the firehouse telling some jokes up there in a comedy sense instead i'll be acting on this saturday and telling jokes uh the following saturday so that's my schedule for everybody there and of course my website is always updated (laughs) just in case you were wondering so i want to thank my two amazing guests for uh helping me do this uh wonderful show i call radio irregardless if you want to be a sponsor if you want to do a promo, uh, if you want to be on the show, email me at radioeregardless at gmail.com or markscalia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, two amazing guests. Thank you for listening. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of their respective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2013. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.